Hello and welcome to Hearts in Harmony from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Kroger Tender Ray Beef. No other beef so fresh can be so tender. Presents Hearts in Harmony transcribed. K is for Kroger. C is for cut. B is for beef. KCB means Kroger cut beef. And Kroger cut beef means more meat for your money. It's a fact, ladies. And here's the reason Kroger cut beef gives you more meat, less waste. Before the meat is weighed and priced, the Kroger method of cutting beef removes excess bone, excess waste, and stringy ends. Yes, that's before the meat is weighed and priced. So you can see that means more meat for your money. You get top U.S. government grades of beef, meat that's tender, juicy, rich red, and marbled with just the right amount of flavory fat. You get a better value in top-grade beef. For example, when you buy a Kroger-cut porterhouse steak, the Kroger method of cutting beef removes the long stringy end and excess waste before the steak is weighed and priced. You don't pay steak price for stringy meat and excess waste. Remember, whether you buy a steak or roast, you receive more meat, less waste. But see for yourself. Visit your neighborhood Kroger store. Get Kroger cut beef and get more meat for your money. And now, hearts in harmony. Peg Martin has at last revealed that she is certainly not Penny Gibbs' friend. But unfortunately, Penny is not aware of it. Penny cannot be entirely blamed for this, however, for as Peg says to her friend, George Lewis... George, you don't know how stupid a girl in love can be. She's so wrapped up in her own little world, she can't think about anyone or anything else. I still say the girl's no fool, Peg. Maybe you don't have Penny as buffaloed as you think. Oh, you don't know dear little Penny as well as I do. She thinks I'm her best friend. Are you sure? Try to tell her I'm not. She won't even let you get started. And if you do manage to make her listen, she won't believe a word you say. Peg, I think you're being a little too sure of yourself. Would you let me worry about that? No. I have a stake in this thing, too, you know. I don't want to see you have a chance that'll put us both on easy street for the rest of our lives. George, you're getting old. You were never cautious about anything before. <laughs> I am getting old. Well, older anyway. I want to stop running before old age stops me altogether. Getting tired? No. Sensible, maybe. Or practical, or maybe I'm just getting lazy. I don't like tiring myself making money. I'd rather be tired out from spending it. <laughs> I don't think you'll ever get tired of that. I've never had enough to know. But I see a chance to get it now, if you don't spoil things. Look, George, I told you I could get along without you. But you can do much better with me, sweetheart. You're going after something big. Maybe too big. I know the size of the situation. But, Donnie, you're going at it like penny-ante stuff. Say, you know, maybe it might be smart not to go into this thing at all. Are you crazy? Smart. I passed up a lot of opportunities that looked good and were good, but too risky. I'd rather be a poor man walking around loose than a rich man in a striped suit with a number on it. Are you trying to tell me that I can't handle Barry Carlton? You didn't think so the other day. No, but I've been mulling it over in my mind since the other day. If young Carlton was some punk with no family and a lot of money, I'd say go to it. You could take him for all he's got. But the boy has a family. A powerful family and friends. Important people, all of them. 
I'm going to hit him so hard and fast he won't have time to yell for help. Peg, you're being too cocky about this. It worries me. Honey, you're going after big league stuff with a tremendous payoff. But the penalty for mistakes is just as big. I'm not going to make a mistake, George. I'm leaving the mistakes to Penny and Barry. And leaving yourself wide open for a big surprise. Penny will never suspect me until it's too late. And every time Barry sees me, he thinks it's suddenly turned rather warm. You just won't listen to good old George, will you? <laughs> good old George isn't what he used to be. Maybe I'm not, but I taught you everything you know. <laughs> not everything I know now, George. Since I saw you last, I learned a few things on my own. After all, Jim wasn't any security, except for the first few months we were married. I had to make my own way. And a fine job you did of it, too. Look where you are. In Rossville. Trying to reach out and grab the moon without even standing on your toes. I'm going to grab more than the moon, George. I'm going to pull down Mars and Venus and everything else floating around up there. You want to pull down Barry Carlton, sweetheart. Never mind the moon. He represents a figure just as astronomical. Much more acceptable at a bank. So... Never mind the moon, honey. Mind good old George. Take it easy, and maybe you'll get what you want. There's no maybe about it. There's a maybe in everything, baby. And there's not a scheme in the world worth anything unless it takes that into account. I've taken everything into account. Even the possibility that your friend Penny and this fellow Cotton may be just leading you on, waiting to snap a trap on you? George... Little Penny Gibbs is a gullible darling, and Barry Carlton is just an ordinary man with all the weaknesses of any ordinary man. He's not an ordinary man. And remember, Penny is a woman, with all the cleverness of a woman. Oh, you may be as smart as she is, but you're no smarter. Ever think of that? Penny may be a lot smarter than I, but she has one weak spot, trust. She believes that people are good because she's good. She thinks people are honest because honesty is her best policy. I could stab her in the back and say I'm sorry, and she'd forgive me if it took her last breath. Don't let her fool you, sweetheart. They don't make people like that anymore. Well, then she's a holdover from when they were still making them. And if you don't think Barry is going to be soft for me, you just get close to him yourself. Talk to him a little bit. You'll see. I'll do that, if I get the chance. You'll get it. He's calling for Penny in a little while. Roswell's number one lovers are seeing each other every evening now. <laughs> They're the town's number one romantic pair, aren't they? <laughs> I think the town's big enough for two, don't you? We're going to have to wait, George. You don't want to forget this whole thing and not wait, do you? Oh, no. I'll never get a chance like this again as long as I live. Couldn't we settle for something a little less ambitious? A little less dangerous? Let's not start that again, George. But look, sweetheart, it's been years It's since... been so many years, another year or two can't make any difference. A man's a fickle animal, pig. Man always comes home, though. Yeah, there's a home to come to. Oh, I'll not only have a home, I'll have a palace. The kicking around you took from Jim certainly made you greedy, didn't it? Didn't make me greedy, George. Just made me promise myself that next time I tried anything, the pleasure would be all mine, no matter how much trouble it caused anyone else. Well, baby, I still think you'd... Oh, guess our little session's over, isn't it? This'll be Barry. Penny isn't ready yet. I'll stay upstairs a while, and I'll let you find out what he's like. If I look him over and think that you ought to drop the whole thing, will you take my advice? Maybe. Good evening, Peg. Hello, Barry. Come in. Oh, Penny's not ready yet? I'm sure she's almost ready. I'll run upstairs. No, no, no. You don't have to do that. You don't want to wait around for hours, do you? Go on in the living room. All right. George is here. Maybe you'll entertain him while I'm upstairs. Well, if you'll promise to hurry Penny along. Have her down in five minutes. Well, 
Oh, hello, Mr. Lewis. Evening, Mr. Carlton. You're uh, staying in Rossville a lot longer than you planned, aren't you? Oh, I seldom make plans of any kind, Mr. Carlton. That's the nice thing about my business. I can work where I want to and when I want to for as long as I want. <laughs> I'm certainly glad I don't have a job like that. I'm afraid I'd never work. Oh, I think you would. Especially around mealtimes, when you begin to get hungry. Well, now, that's where you're lucky. You've probably been hungry a few times, and I haven't. You see, when I spend all the money I have with me, I just write the bank for more. That makes me sort of a hopeless case, doesn't it? I wish I were half as hopeless. <laughs> you know, I really don't know you well enough to ask you this, and I, I don't mean it to be personal, but what's it like to be one of the richest men in the country? Oh, I don't know. What's it like not to be one of the richest men? It's not much fun. No, no, I'll take that back. It is fun, but... Well, there's even a lot of fun in wondering where your next meal's coming from. Though that hole in your stomach isn't fun at the time. You've really been that down and out. I made my first trip to the West Coast in a boxcar. Spent my first month in California in a hobo camp. Now, I suppose you'll laugh at me if I say I wouldn't mind that. Laugh at you? I should say not. It was fun. No responsibility, and... Boy, I sure was happy. A lot happier than I was the next year when I got ambitious and made $38,000. Then I had so much to worry about, I couldn't have any fun. No wonder I liked you the minute I saw you the other, the other day. We think alike. <laughs> We're both lazy, aren't we? Well, I am. I know that. And so am I. So are nine out of ten men. The trouble is that only one out of a hundred will admit it. Well, my lazy days are over, I guess, or just about. My job here is getting tougher every day, and, well, a married man is forced to get ahead for his wife's sake, where... If a man's single, he can fail and not care. Ready, Barry? Oh, Penny. Say, Peg certainly rushed you down, didn't she? Oh, no. I was almost ready when she came up to tell me you were here. Oh, how are you this evening, George? Well, I felt fine that you walked in the room. Huh? One look at you, and I'm suddenly sick with jealousy. Carlton, you don't know what a lucky man you are. Oh, yes, I do. <laughs> and nobody knows what a hungry girl I am. Uh, aren't we going to be late for dinner, Barry? No, not if we leave now. I think we'd better. Well, don't let me keep you. Oh, what's happened to Peg? Is she going to stay upstairs? No, she'll be right down, George. I hope you'll excuse us if we run out on you, but uh, we did promise we'd be there on time. Good night, and take care of Peg, will you? Barry? Hmm? What were you and George talking about when I came in? Shouldn't I ask? Oh, we were talking about the ups and downs of life. Beautiful night for a drive, Penny. Mm -hmm. Oh, you want me to put the top down in the car? <laughs> no, not now. On the way home, maybe. Okay. You and George seem so serious, and I never seen him serious before. Well, he doesn't look as if he's the type who could be serious, does he? <laughs> no, he doesn't. He's a very likable person, but there's something kind of strange about him, too. Oh, I don't know about that. He's been around a lot, had a lot of varied experiences. I doubt if you've known many people like George. No, I guess I haven't. One thing's awfully funny about him, though. What? He was going to be in town only a day or two, and he's been here almost two weeks now. I wonder how he can do that. Oh, I mean, he works, doesn't he? Yes, but his job's rather flexible. He can work where and when he pleases. What does he do, did he say? No, I didn't ask. Hasn't Peg ever said? <laughs> she said he was a salesman, but you didn't say what he sold. Mostly himself, I'd say. I wish I had the drive he has. He pretends to be lazy, but he's not. He's as ambitious as they come. And I'd hate to be mixed up in any dealings with him where we had differences. He looks as if he could be... What do you think, George? You've had a chat with the fabulous Barry Carlton. Think it's dangerous for me to tangle with him? <laughs> dangerous, Peg? It sure is. Why? Dangerous for him, not for you. I take back all my warnings, sweetheart. 
Go to it. Go ahead with your plans. He's the softest touch you'll ever find anywhere. You mean that, George? I mean it. I wouldn't steer you wrong, honey. I was wanting you to take it easy because I didn't want you to get into trouble. Well, now I know he's easy. I could tell just by looking at him. Hard. Listening to him talk. Why, he's as weak as strained water. <laughs> what about Benny? Is she still dangerous? If you have any trouble at all, it'll be from her. But with young Carlton such a cinch to handle, the trouble you'll get from pretty Miss Gibbs will come too late to do you any harm. Or her any good. When do we start? <laughs> now you're anxious to start, aren't you? Good old George. We don't do a thing, darling. I do it all. And you'd be surprised at how much I've already done. Has Peg Martin already done something to mar Penny's happiness? Why is Peg so sure that Penny will not discover her deceit until it's too late? Be sure to listen to the next dramatic episode of Hearts in Harmony. K-C-B. K-C-B. K-C-B means Kroger cut beef. And Kroger cut beef means more meat for your money. Yes, Kroger cut beef gives you more meat, less waste. Because before the meat is weighed and priced, the Kroger method of cutting beef removes excess bone, excess waste, and stringy ends. In buying a Kroger cut rib roast, for example, you don't pay rib roast price for excess bone and waste. The chine bone is trimmed, the waste and short rib end removed, giving you top U.S. government grades of beef that's tender, juicy, rich red, and marbled with just the right amount of flavory fat. And before the meat is weighed and priced, the Kroger method of cutting beef removes excess bone, waste, and stringy ends. Remember, whether you buy a steak or roast, Kroger cut beef gives you more meat for your money. But mind you, you can get Kroger cut beef only at your neighborhood Kroger store. So go there as soon as you can. Step up to the meat counter and ask the Kroger meat man for Kroger cut beef. You'll get delicious and juicy and tender beef. And you'll get more meat, less waste. That means you get more meat for your money at your Kroger store. Listen in again tomorrow, same time, same station, for another thrilling transcribed chapter of Hearts in Harmony. <laughs>